Hello everyone, welcome to Ashley Speaks Up. This week we're going to discuss loving ourselves unconditionally and all things that deal with self. So, let's get right into it. My name is Ashley, and my partner is in recovery for addiction. It's hard to find others like myself, but we're out there with a story to be heard. This is mine, and this is Ashley Speaks Up. I don't know about you, but I don't put myself first enough. And maybe that's because I wear a lot of hats, so to speak. I'm a mom, a partner, an employee, a daughter, a daughter-in-law, a sister, a sister-in-law, a friend. (laughs) The list kind of goes on and on. And note, I mean, I am engaged, but besides the official paper that will be coming soon, I am pretty much fully enmeshed in his family and feel like a spouse anyway, so I just consider it, you know, I just consider them to be in-laws or family, you know, but that's just a note on the terminology. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing in its essence, you know, to have a lot of roles in your life. It's a good characteristic to be kind and helpful to loved ones and other people in general. And to be in a lot of these roles, there's a certain self-sacrificing aspect that is understood to be a part of the territory, so to speak. And whether or not that's healthy is a different story. But I know that there are also different cases for everyone and some of these may not apply. And I'm sure some of you know too that when addiction is involved, it can be very often influencing on any and all of these relationships. But for the most part, these are common. When you're a parent, you want the best for your children and you wanna make sure that they are taken care of and often try to anticipate their needs and wants. When you're a partner, you want your relationship to be fulfilling and you want your partner to feel loved and supported. When you're a family member, you wanna support your parents and your siblings and be an active member of the family. When you're a friend, you want your friends to know that they can count on you for support and an ear to listen to and a shoulder to cry on when needed and someone to have fun with when the opportunity arises. When you're an employee, you typically want to give your best to your work to provide for yourself and your family and you want to be dependable and hardworking. But what about you? What do you do for yourself as the role you've had your whole life, which is simply being you? And for me, I've struggled with this a lot, even before addiction came into my life. I've mentioned before, probably many times, that I have codependency issues, but I'm also a perfectionist and I want other people to like me and think I'm important, along with the fact that I want to be kind, supportive, and helpful to my loved ones in general. Before I met my partner, I was codependent, but I didn't know it. There wasn't really a scenario where I could see it play out and realize it was there. As a teenager and young adult, I never had any romantic relationships, and although I was unconsciously keeping people away, I also thought it was because I wasn't blank enough. You know, fill in the blank. Pretty enough. Fun enough. Girly enough. Attractive enough. Outgoing enough. Skinny enough. uh, You know, all of those different things that you can label yourself in your head. And I mean, I had a decent amount of friends, and I knew I at least had something to offer given the fact that people would hang out with me, but I didn't know what the missing piece was to secure a boyfriend. After meeting my partner, we didn't immediately become a couple. We were friends first, and while I developed feelings early on, he wasn't in a place to meet me there yet, which I of course used to fuel my thoughts of not being enough, because I didn't have enough of those already. 
when we finally got to the place of us both being on the same page and becoming a couple, I still had the feelings. Like, maybe it was just him. Maybe he was just being nice. Maybe other people were being nice. Am I really someone who is good enough for good things in life? And this spilled over into other relationships too. Really, any time when other people came into the picture, like when I became closer with his family, when I met people at work and was invited to things and included in workplace interactions, and when I'd basically meet new people in any situation. I'd always wonder if they were just being nice to me, including me because they felt bad or felt a sense of obligation because they were nice, decent people. And as a result, I would either push them away with methods that are embarrassing even years later, or do as much as I could for them to where it was borderline off-putting. This even shows up in my relationship as a parent. I want to do all the things. I want to make the baby food myself, keep her wardrobe fully stocked and toys in her toy boxes, and I want her to get the most education and the recommended limits on screen time and whatever she needed to have that, you know, I just wanted her to have. And when I thought I failed on any of these things, or when I was just too tired to play, I felt like a failure and that her life was going to be ruined. It wasn't until I started realizing that I had issues I needed to work on that I realized I was like this because I had a very poor view of myself. It wasn't other people that had the issues or who were being too nice or whatever else I thought it was. It was me that didn't have a high enough opinion of myself. And it was because I had this low view of myself that I created that victim mentality, the intense codependency, the lack of self-confidence, that feeling that I would never have the things I envisioned for myself, that my relationship would always be sad and my partner and I would be stuck in unhealthy patterns and he would never get better, and that I would always have to hide from the world, take up the least amount of space, and keep quiet because no one wants to hear about me and what I have to say since it's all depressing anyways. But what if I told you it doesn't have to be like that? What if all we had to do was love ourselves first and foremost? Now, when you are coming from the place I was at, it's hard to change. It's definitely not a light switch. I didn't wake up one morning full of confidence and loving myself in the world that I never went back. Although that would be nice, huh? It's a process and one that I am still on now. But it's a path I'm motivated to take because I know that the alternative is not how I want to live my life. I do my best every day to show up for myself and do what I can to take care of myself first, which is totally the opposite of what I used to do. I used to kind of live for being a martyr, even if I didn't want to be one. That was the noble role I thought I wanted to have. I would do my best to be self-sacrificing and used it to feel good about myself and felt guilty if I ever had time to myself or spent money on something I wanted. But that's not a good or healthy way to live, and it leaves you very worn down and very burnt out. It's like that quote, you can't pour from an empty cup. I have all these responsibilities, but if I'm running on empty and full of negativity, how on earth could I possibly help anyone else or fulfill any of my roles, or not think everyone hates me and my life sucks? With an empty cup, I am destined to fail. But if I take the time for self-care, if I do the things every day that remind me of how important I am to myself and how much I have to not only offer myself but those around me, and if I do the things that make me feel my best and operate at my top performance, I set myself up for wins. And I know, sometimes that doesn't happen. There are times that I'm just in a funk. 
I can't focus, I'm PMSing, I'm sad, whatever it is. But just like when I'm doing well, I need to remember even more during these times that I'm worthy of good things. And I'm able to give myself some grace to have these low times instead of beating myself up for it and using it to feel even worse about myself. I have to remember that no matter where I am at in this life or how I'm feeling, I am always worthy of love. And not only that, but these times always come and go. If I drag them out because I keep adding to it, it makes it feel worse. Feel the feeling, let it go. To try to combat these feelings I get of being a perfectionist and whatnot, I try to counter it by doing the opposite. So let's say if I want ice cream, I'll just buy the ice cream because that doesn't mean I fail to someone who is trying to be healthy or that I won't like what I see in the mirror anymore. If I want to cuddle with my daughter and watch a movie instead of working on a textbook with her, I'll let her pick the movie and relax because that doesn't mean I failed as a parent. If I decide that I don't want to go to that work hangout because I'd rather go home and go to bed, I'll decline because that doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of getting invited or having friends. If my partner doesn't anticipate my every need, I make sure I communicate or let go of unfair expectations because that doesn't mean that they don't love me or that I'm not worth the effort. I try to change my mindset to be more open, relaxed, and deserving. And I do my best to realize when I'm doing my best. And if I think I'm lacking in any area, I try to see if it's a real issue or an imaginary thing I created in my head with no real goal that I didn't meet. Just as I shouldn't have unrealistic expectations for others, so should that apply to myself as well. You can be your greatest friend, but you can also be your greatest enemy. So watch out for that. Once you realize who you are and the positive things that you can offer to yourself in the world, you'll be able to see through your false narratives and get stronger in yourself and your worth because you know that you have the evidence to back it up. And if anything ever challenges that, you can make the decision on what you do from there from a place of confidence and surety since you'll know what you deserve and what you want for yourself and your life. And if you didn't catch on already, that idea also ties into boundaries. When you come from a place of self-worth and self-identifying with what you want, you won't make boundaries just because someone told you to. You'll make them because you want to, and you'll be able to stick to them because you know what you want your life to look like, and anything less, you won't let in. Well, that's the goal anyways, because I know we're still human beings with feelings after all. I just mean that in the general sense, so you get the idea. But I, what I want you to take away from this is that each and every one of us is worthy of love, especially from ourselves. And we all have our own unique gifts and characteristics that make us who we are. And the sooner we realize that, the better it is for everyone, ourselves included. Well, guys, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week and keep an eye on our social media pages to find out what we'll be discussing. Also, subscribe to the show and the blog at ashleyspeaksup.com. See you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll leave you with this quote. All right, so this quote is one I actually used in my blog post for this week, and it's by Mandy Hill. She states, When you are your own best friend, you don't endlessly seek out relationships, friendships, and validation from the wrong sources because you realize that the only approval and validation you need is your own. Bye, guys.